What's going on guys? Austin here and in this video we are going to be taking a look at the extra points lines of the week. So we're going to start off with a week four recap and right here uh, it doesn't look great. I thought about killing myself after having this week. Uh, I went one and four which uh, honestly I'll just I'll delete my channel when I go uh, oh and five. Uh, I really will because at that point I have nothing to provide. Um, Seattle had no business you know not punting against Detroit. Uh, the Rams' offense is awful. The Browns just completely, you know, bleep the bed against the Falcons. And the Raiders and the Broncos, uh, you know, the the Raiders or the Broncos really couldn't stop the Raiders like I thought they would be able to. And their offense decided now is the time to pick up. And the Raiders' pass rush decided now is the time to not be able to play. I did hit the under on the Bears versus Giants, which. That one was one of my more favorite bets. It was that one in the over-under for the Raiders-Broncos. But I am changing up the format. So what that means is my season is at 10-14. and 14, And I promise by week seven, we will have a winning record. Because what I'm going to do now, what I used to do, is I would pick the spread on every single game. And then I would narrow it down based on what I felt most comfortable with, what I felt least comfortable with. You know, I'd cut out and I'd narrow it down to five. Now what I'm doing is I'm picking the spread, the spreads that I would choose on every single game, and then I'm going and researching those teams and finding the data to back up why I like the teams that I do. So I'm only picking teams that are statistically in favor of the direction that they're going. And now we're doing two segments. We're doing uh, five over-unders, give or take, and we're doing five against uh, the spreads on individual teams every week so without further ado i like over-unders so we're going to start there my favorite over-under of this week is this lions at patriots over 45 and a half uh so the patriots are two and two on the over but overall they only have a an even uh average of points against the spread so technically Throughout the season, not only are they two and two, but they are exactly at where their over/under is supposed to be. The Lions, on the other hand, are four and zero, hitting the over with an average of twenty-one total points per game on the over. So that means that every single game that the Lions have hit the over, which is all of them, all of the Lions, all of the Lions games have hit the over. They average twenty-one points, both teams combined over on that over under Vegas hasn't caught up to the lions yet and their trends. We'll see what we can do with that moving forward. Next. I like the chargers at the Browns. This one was a little bit more nerve wracking, but then I remembered the, the, the game that these two had last year. I think it was like a, like a 47 42 game or something like that. It was crazy, but over 47 and a half. Now the chargers are two and two on the over averaging plus one points over the spread over the over under rather per game but cleveland is three and one on the over averaging 8.3 more points total per game than that over under originally would have suggested so what that means is is that if cleveland's trend continues and you bet this over under that would be uh, 47 45 45.8 55.8 excuse me so if the Cleveland trend continues, they're going to score 55.8 total points. If the Chargers trend continues, they're going to score 48.5 points. That's really nice to know because both teams are trending in the positive direction when, you know, they look at the over-unders. Now the Panthers uh, hosting the 49ers, 
I love the under on this one because the San, San Francisco 49ers are 4-0 on the under with an average of 11.9. They're an average of 12 points under the under every single time they play, while the Carolina Panthers are 3-1 and on the under, and they are an average of minus 1.5, you know, below that over-under, or 1.8 below that over-under. So, again, we have two negatives. We have two teams that are a combined 7-1 and against the over-under. So this is a great option for that game. Now, the Colts at Broncos, 42 and a half. Not only is this a mile high game, uh, you know, a good, good defense at home. We have a Thursday night football game, which leads to more defensive play. And the better offense is on the road. And look at the trends. Indianapolis's, Indianapolis, just like the 49ers, 4-0 on the unders and an average of 10.4 points every single game below the under. While Denver is 3-1, but they're even further on the under. They're 3-1 on the under, minus 11.3 every single game they play. This game just screams under. Now, the 42.5, that is a rather low over-under, but I don't expect either of those, these two teams to really be breaking the bank with these points. Then my last over-under is the divisional game. Divisional games have skewed under slightly this season. And when we look at these trends, we like it even more. So Chicago, 3-1 and one if you're betting the under, and they are minus 4.5 on average per game. Minnesota's 2-2 two and two on the under, but they're even farther down. They're averaging minus 5.9 points below that standard over-under on their season games. So... If you were to do a plus three teaser, which is, you know, the, the teasers that I always show on this, it would pay out 800, which means if you bet, you know, $100, you're winning back 800, the total payout is 900. I don't really recommend teasers, but this is what that would look like. Now we can move forward and we're going to do check out the against the spreads. So this is what that looks like. We're going to go by these one by one, right? So the Lions at the Lions plus three at New England. The Lions are three and one against the spread with an average of plus two points over the spread, right? So what that means is if the Lions trend continues, they'll lose this game by one point, right? Now the New England Patriots are one, two and one against the spread. So if their trend continues, this game is going to be a tie. Both trends, both trends lean towards the Lions getting these points and covering that three. The Eagles minus five and a half at Arizona. So we have the Eagles three and one against the spread, and they are covering the spread by an average of five and a half points, whereas the Cardinals are two and two against the spread, but they're covering, but it's only by a 0.3 margin. So the Cardinals are just barely, barely above that threshold of might as well be average. While the Eagles, not only is it a five and a half point spread, which I like at, at Arizona anyway, they are 5.8 points per game above their spread. Then we've got the Cowboys. This one's going to be jarring. Plus five and a half at the Rams. I like the Cowboys in this one because the Cowboys three and one against the spread with an average of 4.1 points over their spread average. Whereas the Rams one and three against the spread, they are falling eight and a half points short of that number. So that means that if this trend would continue, the Rams would lose this game by three points. 
And if the Cowboys trend continues, it means that the Cowboys would lose this game by one point or it'd be, yeah. So it'd be 1.4 points. So both trends pushing in the Cowboys direction heavily. And I love that giants plus eight and a half in the UK against green Bay. This is one of those London games. The giants are three and one against the spread with an average of plus 1.9 while the Packers are two and two against the spread with an average of minus 2.6. Right. So that's what you like. You like the giants to be plus you like the Packers to be minus. Neither of these two numbers are that jarring. In fact, they're both smaller than the Lions at New England line. But what I like about this game is we have two run-heavy teams. And run-heavy teams tend to play closer games. See, the Giants, their their main offense is either Daniel Jones running or Saquon going off. Whereas the Packers, you know, I mean, you have, you know, the two-time MVP or the back-to-back MVP, four-time MVP. But he's not throwing the ball downfield. You know, he's averaging about 220-some yards per game. You've got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. They're going to churn out the clock. And the lower the score of the overall game is, the closer that spread is always going to end up being. So because they're playing against each other, I love this matchup. And I love, you know, that that point swing. The Giants are plus 1.9. The Packers are minus 2.6. Overall, that's 4.5. I like that swing. And then my last bet, these spreads... For the teams, Falcons plus nine. That is a huge spread. The Falcons are 4-0 against the spread with an average of plus five. They're the only team that's 4-0 against the spread, um, but plus five per game, whereas the Bucks, they're 2-2 two and two against the spread with an average of plus 1.5. So what that means is that if the Tampa trend continues, Tampa Bay will win this game by 10, 10 and a half, either a 10 and a half or you know, 10 or 11 points, excuse me. Uh, and if the Falcons trend continues, uh, Tampa Bay is going to win this game by four. So this one is a little bit more of a this one's a little bit more of a of a dicey game because you've got both trends leaning the same direction. Very similar to the Eagles, uh, you know, Cardinals game. They're very similar to that, except the only difference is the Cardinals are 0.3 plus over the spread, while the Bucks are 1.5 over the spread. So that's that's a much tighter. Uh, margin of error you know overall the difference is three and a half for the falcons uh the falcons are covering this spread more than the bucks are by three and a half so again plus three teaser pays out 800 we try to get it all you know to be like that because most of the time the spreads are all plus uh or minus 115 so those are the lines of the week let me know what you think in the comments down below. Be sure to like and subscribe and stay up to date on all of our future content.